Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike Parting of the Red Man Sea. I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Nothing's ever going to be a burning bushwick bill. I'm sorry. I was really, I was really happy with Method Manischewitz. Oh, that was a good one. That was last week. Right? That was last week. That's why I figured that I would was... do. I would do Red Man this week. Okay. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah, I like I that. Did. I did it. I like. That. I appreciate your 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 hip hop knowledge here. Yeah. Folks, thanks again for tuning in for another amazing episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom. This one, of course, is a special one. It's Debate Mageddon to the Veepening. The Veepening. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. And be sure to share this uh, wherever you are watching or listening to it. Currently, be sure to share it uh, and also be sure to like, subscribe, follow whatever venue you are using to watch this on. Be sure to do that thing that you do to be able to show uh, that you support us and want to continue following whatever it is we're doing. If you are watching this on YouTube, be sure to hit the old bell because the last thing we want is for you or your closest loved ones to miss out on a roughly hour long. Actually, this time it's going to be two hour long libertarian podcast right. on a weekday night give the gift of money waters today kids love it kids love it um first and foremost allow me to thank the fine fine people at siestacava.com for the libertarian kool-aid that i handmade and am drinking on today's episode and allow me to thank the fine folks at food city foodcity.com Foodcity.com. I don't, I don't know what their website. I don't know if they have. Let me see if they have a website. Niagarawater.com. Why, why does this say Food City? Food City purified water for the water that my bus crew got for us to drink on the bus tour. Because I'm on the bus tour. Back on the bus. Uh, we got back on the bus today. We uh, just had a fantastic event in beautiful downtown Dover, Delaware, uh, at the Green, uh, in front of the original Capitol. Had a fantastic crowd and uh, got to give a speech and do some Q&A. And uh, thank you again for this water, Bula Vinaka. Bula Vinaka. And today's episode is brought to you by the fine people at Black Organic Coffee. You can visit their website at blvckbrews.com and use checkout code MW for free shipping. We are also brought to you today by the Jorgensen Cohen campaign. Hopefully uh, we can see the man on the guy on right in where is it? The na- the Naval House? The Naval Observatory. Naval Observatory. The Admiral's House. That's where the Vice President lives. Right. Hopefully, we get to see you there come November. We are also brought to you by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Committee uh, Caucus. Thank you. I forgot that word. <laughs> I was like, ah, it starts with a C, which uh, I have been asked to make a Waffle House Caucus page on MeWe, and I'm pretty certain that's about to happen. Um, nice. And the Libertarian Dad Bod Calendar featuring some of the eh, sexiest Sexiest men in in human history. That's right. Including this beast of a gentleman here. That's right. Whoever he might be, Mr. April himself. Uh, And as always, this show is brought to you by personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. If you find yourself getting injured in the state of Florida, find them personally find the man with that face 
Chris Reynolds. You'll Chris Reynolds. He'll yeah. be there. He will be, there. be there. This guy. He if will be there. Personally injured, you will wake up in the he... hospital, and that man will be smiling with that exact smile. With, with that smile. Literally with that smile. Right That's there. right. Uh, um. So for anybody who doesn't know, I am no longer on Facebook. I was part of the uh, the the Zuckenacht or the Crystal Zuck. Depending on which one you want to go with, there. Zucknocked. Zucknocked. I think Zucknocked. Crystal Zuck doesn't really make sense. It does. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's no. There's no glass. Right. Nothing's breaking. Um, and I wish I had thought of that when I wrote the article the first time. Um, so, uh, if you want to join me on MeWe, we have a Muddied Waters group over on MeWe. We are also on Parlor, uh, Muddied Waters Media on both of those. So, uh, you know, look us up on alternative sites. Also on Float, we're always on Float, which is going to give you the best viewing option for yes. events like these. Yes, Float.app slash uh, Muddied Waters Media. Definitely the best experience out of all of them. Uh, it is an un, uh, uncompressed video that you see. It is straight from the feed, so there's no compression at all. It looks fantastic, and they don't mine your data, and they don't rob you, and they don't kick you off for saying things they don't like. Right. They're pretty much just much better than Facebook. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, if you are a libertarian and you have been kicked uh, off of Facebook for no good reason, reach out to the Libertarian Party. They are actually putting together... Uh, they are working directly with contacts in Facebook to try to get people put back on. The process can be slow, uh, but they have been able to get quite a few libertarians who were kicked off for uh, an inexplicable reason or really no reason, uh, be able to get them back on. So reach out to them. Uh, I am confident that we will get Matt back on Facebook, uh, but uh, it has in some cases taken a week or longer. So be sure to reach out to the Libertarian Party. Uh, and let them know your situation, and they will add you to the people that they are advocating for. Right. Now, most of this debate, we're going to hear the answers from Spike. But I feel as though it's important that, you know, since we are a news program, we throw in uh, what we think is going to happen between the other two candidates. Um, so I just wanted to toss in that Susan Page from USA Today is going to be the moderator. There are going to be nine topics that are going to be covered today. She, at least uh, as of an hour ago, had not released those nine topics to the public. So, and apparently the campaigns don't know either. So allegedly nobody has any real idea of what is going to be happening, um, during this debate. Uh, Personally, what I think, Pence and Harris both need to remain calm throughout this debate. You don't want another dumpster fire of a debate like we had last week. Um, and for Pence, I really don't see this being an issue. I've never seen that guy get above like a three. Mike Pence has, I don't think, ever been excited about anything right. in his life. I think um, I think for him, so the, str I the harder thing for him is going to be in to be engaging. That is an ongoing issue, yes. Right. I, uh, uh, I very often, when I'm talking about our opponents on my stump speeches, I routinely forget to mention Mike Pence because <laughs> he is that forgettable. Right. Um, if I were on the, here, so I was asked actually earlier, I was uh, being interviewed and I was asked, you know, what would you ask Kamala Harris and Mike Pence if you were on the debate stage? Uh, and I said, uh, so Kamala Harris, I'd obviously ask her about that, those times that she uh, intentionally tried to have. Uh, black men executed that she had evidence that they didn't commit the crime, uh, why she would do that. And if she considers that morally to be 
uh, if not, it's certainly not, maybe not legally, but morally to be attempted murder. Uh, and uh, and then I would, if I remembered to ask Mike Pence anything, if I remembered he was there, he was there, I would ask him what happened to the Mike Pence who was going to, you know, uh, advocate for smaller government and lower taxes and you know, reducing the size and scope right. and power of government. Is it that he uh, doesn't really believe those things or is he as irrelevant within the White House as he is outside of it? Yeah. Um, for Harris, her remaining calm, exceptionally, exceptionally important. And if I was Mike Pence, I would just hit her on her record, hit her on her record to try to rattle her to the point where she once again says the people need to elect me president, which she has now done multiple times on this campaign trail. I would just keep trying to hit her on that, hoping to God that she would say it. And then you could just hit her on the fact that she's not running for president. That would be funny. So sort of the Tulsi strategy of just saying, hey, remember all those things you did right. that were really terrible? That was awesome. That was awesome. Do the, the, the Chris Farley strategy of, <laughs> of how to debate Kamala Harris is just ask her about her record. Right. Um, yeah. So we will we will see. It's actually what it's nine now or about to be nine. So it's about nine o'clock. Yeah. Starting shortly. I've got it. I've got it going on down right below the streaming thing and i'm just kind of waiting for the candidates to uh them to come out right as opposed to last week where we were sitting there going is this on pause why so so folks uh while we are waiting to see my uh my my opponents come out and uh and pretend that they are our only options uh for the american people to vote for to their utter horror um i do want to talk about my uh, my tour it's been going very well and uh, I am currently working my way down the East Coast. Tomorrow I will be in Hampton Roads, Virginia. Uh, and then the day after I will be in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, then after that, I will be in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, weather permitting, the following day I will be in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, and so on and so forth. We'll be working our way down all the way down to Miami for the possible debates on the 15th. We don't know what Trump might show up in a bubble and uh, decide he's ready to debate. I don't, I he, don't know. He has antibodies now. He has, antibodies. he has antibodies now. That doesn't, it's not how that works, but anyway, we'll see, we'll see what happens. And, uh, and uh, either way I'll be in Miami and uh, we will, so be sure to check out my uh, event bright uh, or to check out my, uh, my, my Facebook event section. And you will see all of my various events that are coming up. Uh, I will be doing a Waffle House tour uh, in Ohio uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks as well. So be sure to, uh, to check that out there. And if I'm coming anywhere near where you live, uh, be sure to come out. I'd love to meet you and I'd love to answer any questions that you have. And, uh, you know, let's go win this thing, guys. So oh. is it, I, I, are we are we almost there yet? No, they're still they're still not out. Um, so they're running late. They, they are. They are running late. How professional. <laughs> um. So funny, funny story for me. Uh, today, I got a text message from an old friend of mine from uh, Nashville that I haven't spoken to in years. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, hey, did you used to do a podcast with Spike Cohen? And I said, I do. I still do. And she, the one that's running for VP? And I said, yes. And she goes, I'm interviewing him on Friday. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And I was like, really? And she goes, can you give me information? And I fed her. <laughs> I, I fed her almost every nickname I have ever given you. Wow. But 
She may ask you about you pulling off a kickflip. She may, she may ask you about your favorite Muppet. <laughs> okay. Uh, this will be a hard-hitting interview if there ever was one, it's, I'm sure. It's going to be a hard-hitting interview. No, uh, I guess she and some, some of my other friends all started a, uh, a, a site to educate the voters of Nashville on everybody running, and I guess you're doing an interview with them. So, cool. yeah. Cool. We got a shout out from uh, Brandon Cody. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Bowers or Bowers saying that they uh, he voted for us today. Thanks so much for your support, Brandon. That means yeah. for, that means everything to me. Um, people are now asking about the kickflip. Hey, thanks, Matt. <laughs> um, I so, I did one time one time accomplish a kickflip one time, and then I tried. Now people are telling me to do one now because <laughs> um, that's possible here. I don't have a skateboard. I haven't skateboarded in 20-something years. Look at our professional opponents there. Still, yeah, still, still waiting. Still not there. I'm like trying to see there if there is there movement. Do you see movement? Yeah, there's I some movement. Oh, yeah. No, it's not frozen. I can see right. that there's some movement down there at the bottom. But yeah, that's, that was my only thing. I'm like, yeah. is, is, is there movement probably, happening? What if they're watching this? <laughs> and they're thinking, you know what? I'll just I'll just wait for the other one to come out and let Spike demolish whoever the other opponent is, thereby helping me for not going out there. So, I mean, listen, folks. We saw in the last debate, Joe Jorgensen won that debate, uh, and frankly, so did every single one of you watching who have been trying to say for well over a year now that there's not really any real difference between Trump and Biden. That they both suck. That they both can't really articulate any policy changes they're going to make. Uh, that they can barely form a coherent sentence. The only thing they're really good at is insulting people and shifting blame. Uh, and that at no point are they going to acknowledge that they or their parties have worked together to create the problems that we're facing right now. And the only way we're going to solve those problems is by to kick them out and to completely dismantle it. Uh, we might see a slightly more sophisticated version of that tonight, but I don't know. I don't know. So next Wednesday, you're going to be in Orlando? Is that the 14th? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 And yes. I will be next Wednesday on the 14th. On the 14th. In Orlando. Yes. And in beautiful Orlando. And that means that I will also be in Orlando on the 14th. Uh, so a question. Is Waffle House an official sponsor of the tour? No, no, but they have not given us a cease and desist <laughs> as of yet, as of yet. And in fact, we've actually talked to the Waffle Houses that we're going to go to and they have encouraged us to come. So nice. There is that. Oh, good. So now okay, so, so we so, can get started. With yeah. This. Susan, Susan Page is oops. Susan Page is doing her thing. At the end of the debate. And now when I introduce the candidates, please welcome California Senator Kamala Harris and Vice President Mike Pence. And Libertarian candidate Spike Cohen. And Spike Cohen. And Spike Cohen. Clap for that, you stupid bastards. Thank you. Uh, you said it, not me. <laughs> Senator Harris and Vice President Pence, thank you for being here. We're meeting as President Trump and the First Lady continue to undergo treatment in Washington after testing positive for COVID-19. 
We send our thoughts and prayers to them for their rapid and complete recovery and for the recovery of everyone afflicted by the coronavirus. The two campaigns and the Commission on Presidential Debates have agreed to the ground rules for tonight. I'm here to enforce them on behalf of the millions of Americans who are watching. Yeah, you and Chris Wallace both. No one in either campaign (laughs) or at the Commission or anywhere else has been told in advance what topics I'll raise or what questions I'll ask. This 90-minute debate will be divided into nine segments of about 10 minutes each. I'll begin a segment by posing a question to each of you, sometimes the same question, sometimes a different question on the same topic. You will then have two minutes to answer without interruption by me or the other candidate. Then we'll take six minutes or so to discuss the issue. At that point, although there will always be more to say, are they sitting so that they don't have to wear a mask? Yes. A debate. Okay. That that was part of the rules. But America. It was going to be sitting as opposed to standing because of that reason. Because when you stand, you have to wear a mask to protect you from COVID. But we can and will have a respectful exchange about the big issues facing our nation. Let's begin with the ongoing pandemic that has cost our country so much. Senator Harris, the coronavirus is not under control. Over the past week, Johns Hopkins reports that 39 states have had more COVID cases over the past seven days than in the week before. Nine states have set new records. Even if a vaccine is released soon, the next administration will face hard choices. What would a Biden administration do in January and February that a Trump administration wouldn't do? Would you impose new lockdowns for businesses and schools and hotspots? I have an answer for that. They probably will continue to kick the can down the road, not acknowledge the fact that the reason that we're even facing the pandemic as badly as we are right now is because the CDC didn't allow medical professionals to test COVID patients for the first two months that the virus was here, which allowed it to spiral out of control. And as she just said, we are at and above record highs during lockdowns. It's almost like they didn't work. Anyway, that's that's really literally the answer to that. One in five businesses closed. We're looking at frontline workers who have been treated like sacrificial workers. By the CDC. We are looking at over 30 million people who in the last several months had to file for unemployment. And here's the thing. Because of the lockdowns. On January 28th, the vice president and the president were informed about the nature of this pandemic. They were informed that it's lethal in consequence that it is airborne, that it will affect young people, and that it would be contracted because it is airborne. You just said airborne. And they knew what was happening, and they didn't tell Said that it would be airborne, that it would be airborne, and that it would be, in fact, airborne. March 13th, what they knew, what you might have done to prepare, like allowing the CDC to allow medical professionals to test COVID patients. By the way, go ahead and mute her real quick. The reason that no one is going to talk about this, the very reason why the virus is spiraling out of control, even though this would be such an easy dunk for the Democrats to go, Donald Trump didn't allow the C didn't have the, the CDC under Donald Trump didn't allow COVID patients to be tested for two months. The reason she can't say that. The reason no one will say that, even though it's common knowledge, it's multiple news reports about it, everyone knows this is the case, is because it's their system too. 
it would have been completely the same with them. These weren't new regulations. It isn't bluster or rhetoric. It is something that has been in place for years. If Hillary Clinton had been in office, it literally would have been the same way. So you will not hear about the actual reason that the uh, and also they can't pivot and try to blame it on you wanting to live your life and not face a massive government imposed uh, depression. So that's the other reason they won't mention it. Than that of almost every other wealthy nation on Earth. For instance, our death rate is two and a half times that of Canada next door. You head the administration's coronavirus task force. Why is the U.S. death toll wow, really? as a percentage of our population higher than that of almost every other wealthy country? And you have two minutes to respond without interruption. Susan, thank CDC you. didn't test anyone. I want to thank Should the commission the and the University of Utah for hosting this event. And uh, Senator Harris, it's a privilege to be on the stage with you. And our nation has gone through a very challenging time this year. But I want the American people to know that from the very first day, President Donald Trump testing. has put the health of America first. Before there were more than five cases in the United States, all people who had returned from China, President Donald Trump did what no other American president had ever done. And that was he suspended all travel from China. The second it was already too late. It was already here, world. and they weren't allowing it to be tested, so it spread Senator out of control. Joe Biden, Biden opposed that decision. He said it was xenophobic and hysterical. But I can tell you, having led the White House Coronavirus Task Force, that that decision alone by President Trump bought us invaluable time to stand up the greatest national mobilization since World War II. What would have bought us and time I believe it saved testing hundreds patients. of thousands of American lives. Because with that time, we were able to reinvent testing. More than 115 million tests have been reinvent. Today. You have to mute. We were able to reinventing testing. What that meant was that they tried to reinvent the wheel. There were already American companies that were making a pr approved COVID-19 test kits by the millions, and the CDC said, "Nope, you can't sell them here. You got to sell them overseas. We are going to make our own. And it's going to be even better than anything you've ever made." About two months later, they went, well, it turns out we suck at making test kits, so just go ahead and start selling them here. But not all of them. We're only going to approve about two or three of them. Uh, and now I think we're up to like five or six different types out of the dozens that are being made here. Still, many of them are still only being sold overseas because they aren't legal to use here, usually because they don't automatically report to the government. So it had nothing to do. Once it was here, once one person had it here, this highly virulent pathogen that that spreads very, very easily. And as Kamala Harris has said seven times already is airborne, uh, which uh, airborne is relative, but it does spread easily. It can spread asymptomatically as a result of that. Once it's already here, it doesn't matter. You can shut off all travel from any country on Earth. It doesn't matter. It's already here. If you're not testing patients, it's going to spread out of control, especially since a good number of the people that get it don't ever have any symptoms. They have it. They spread it. They never have so much as a sniffle. And then it's it's gone out of their system for and they have it for weeks that way. Go ahead and go to this. whatever they're not. Real quick. Let's give a quick shout out to the uh, Travis County Libertarian Party who is watching us right now. We, Shout out to Travis County. Travis County. Yeah. Thank you for watching. Travis County. I think that's in Texas. Travis County, Texas. Well, why didn't y'all tell anybody? He said because the president wanted people to remain calm. Well, let's get so I, no, But Susan, I, this is important. Susan, I, and I, I want to add, but if here we go. Vice President, I'm speaking. I have to I'm speaking. Yeah, you so can have 15 I, I, I more wanna, seconds, and then we'll give the vice president a chance to So respond. I want to ask the American people. 
how calm were you when you were panicked about where you're going to get your next roll of toilet paper? How calm were you when your kids were sent home from school and you didn't know when they would go back? Supply chain issues related to the lockdown and the government restrictions of it. They are blaming COVID for toilet paper issues. Let's give Vice President Pence a chance to respond. Vice President Pence, you have one minute to respond. You know, there's not a day gone by that I haven't thought of every American family that's lost a loved one. And I want all of you to know that you'll always be in our hearts (laughs) and in our prayers. But when you say what the American people have done over these last eight months hasn't worked, that's a great disservice to the sacrifices the American people have made. I'm afraid the reality it has nothing to do with what the American people did. The, the, the federal government under Republican and Democrat control did not allow the testing of COVID patients. And I know I keep saying that it's because it's the most crucial way to slow the spread of a highly virulent pathogen, many of whom who suffer from it spread asymptomatically. It is the only way to slow it and contain it. And it was the one thing they didn't allow. Even still, they are making it hard. Joe and I have talked to so many medical professionals across the country who are saying that their jobs are still being made difficult in trying to test and contain this virus. Because it turns out that our massive federal bureaucracy for healthcare that drives up the cost of healthcare and makes it where you can't even find out how much your services cost for weeks or months, also isn't a great way to deal with the pandemic. For the sacrifices that they have made for the health of their family and their neighbors first, our doctors, our nurses, our first Thank responders. Thank you, Vice President Pence. And I'm going to speak up on behalf of what the American people have done. Vice President Pence, you were in the front row in a Rose Garden event 11 days ago at what seems to have been a super spreader event for senior administration and congressional <laughs> officials. No social distancing, few <laughs> masks, and now a cluster of coronavirus cases among those who were there. How can you expect Americans to follow the administration's safety guidelines to protect themselves from COVID? When you at the White House have not been doing so. How dare you insult the American people when they, whatever you just said. That when they're willing to put the health of their families and their neighbors and people they don't even know first. President Trump and I have great confidence in, in the American people and, and their ability to take that information and put it into practice. In the height of the epidemic, when we were losing a heartbreaking number of 2,500 Americans a day. We surge resources to New Jersey and New York. During our super spreader event, we did not allow a single Chinese person into it, thereby saving the lives of potentially millions. Again, Americans stepped forward. But the reality is the work of the President of the United States goes on. A vacancy on the Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, has come what? upon us when the president introduced wow. Judge Amy Coney yes, Barrett. Wow. But at, at that, if I may say, that Rose Garden. Of wow. Life, no wonder they don't ever let him talk. Right. My wife Goodness. And I were there and honored to be there. Many of the Holy hell. Event, Susan, actually were Man, I wish I was up there right now. This would be brutal. It was an outdoor event, which all of our scientists regularly and routinely advise. The difference here is President Trump and I trust the American people to make choices in the best interest of He trusted the American people so much that he didn't allow medical professionals to test COVID patients, which Hillary also would not have done. With the coronavirus, but a government takeover of health care, the you, Green you. New Deal, all government oh, control. We're about freedom and respecting the freedom of the American people. Let's talk about respecting the American people. You respect the American people when you tell them the truth. You respect the American people when you have the courage Which we've to be a leader done. speaking of those things that you may not want people to hear, but they need to hear so they can protect themselves. 
So if Kamala Harris is going to talk about respecting the American people, this is a woman who fought to keep nonviolent criminals in jail so she could keep them as free labor. She kept, uh, she withheld evidence from an innocent man who was on death row. In, two men. Two, two men. innocent men. Two. Two innocent men. In order to make sure that they would stay on death row as opposed to, uh, you know, letting them go free as they should have been. And she wants to talk about respecting American people. Her time as the top cop of her district um, proves that she does not respect the people. Not even remotely. Not even a little bit. Again, the, these two will be at their best when they are saying how terrible the other one is. You, you, you never hear a better broken clock moment for a Republican when they're saying how terrible another Republican is. That's the only good that you're going to get out of them in right. terms of honesty. If the Trump administration approves a vaccine before or after the election, should Americans take it and would you take it? No. If the public health professionals, if Dr. Fauci, if... Right. I got to turn the captions off. That's annoying. That take it. Yeah, that is incredibly annoying. Thank Absolutely. You. But if Donald Trump tells us I should that we should take it, I'm not taking it. Vice President Pence, there have been a lot of repercussions from this pandemic. In recent days, the president's diagnosis of COVID-19 has underscored the importance of the job that you hold and that you are seeking. That's our second topic tonight. It's the role of the vice president. One of you will make history on January 20th. You will be the vice president to the oldest president the United States has ever had. Donald Trump will be 74 years old on Inauguration Day. Joe Biden will be 78 years old. That already has raised concerns among some voters, concerns that have been sharpened by President Trump's hospitalization in recent days. Vice President Pence, have you had a conversation or reached an agreement with President Trump about safeguards or procedures when it comes to the issue of presidential disability? And if not, do you think you should? You have two minutes without interruption. Is there a situation in which uh, Mike you. Pence could talk like about this back. and Donald Trump would blast him on Twitter for on suggesting this, that he can't back. be president because for the next 30 years? Right. <laughs> vaccine, Senator, in record time, in unheard of time, in less than a year. We have five companies in phase three clinical trials, and we're right now producing tens of millions of doses. So the fact that you continue to undermine public confidence in a vaccine, if the I vaccine love that Democrats have become Trump mildly anti-vax during this. It's unconscionable. It's a and very Senator, interesting I, I look, you, and I'm, I'm Stop playing I am politics with people's lives. All the Twitter about it. <laughs> the reality is that we will have a vaccine, we believe, before the end of this year. And it will have the capacity to save countless American lives. And, That's and not how... your continuous undermining uh, of confidence in a vaccine is just, it, it's just unacceptable. And you let need me also at say, least several months you know, of safety profile. About, at best, it'll be in the next, within the next year from now. We actually do know what failure looks like in a pandemic. Uh -oh. It was 2009. The swine flu arrived in the United States. Thankfully, it was, ended up not being as lethal as the coronavirus. But before the end of the year, when Joe Biden was vice president of the United States, not seven and a half million people contracted the swine flu. 60 million Americans contracted the swine flu. If the swine flu had been as lethal as the coronavirus in 2009, when Joe Biden was vice president, we would have lost two million American lives. 
His own chief of staff, Ron Klain, but it wasn't. would say last year. This is the weirdest flex I've ever seen ever before. This would be like saying Ebola came to America and it had a 50% death rate. If it had spread as much as this one had, half of Americans would be dead now. Like, what is that even? That, what a really, I'd be laughing too. Right. Weird thing. By the way, shout out to uh, Lori Hughes for the 99 cent uh, super chat donation on YouTube. Lori Hughes! Uh, Trump did the same thing in the debate uh, against Biden where he brought up the swine flu and started talking. And I was like, this is the weirdest flex ever. Like, it's just a really, really weird... Remember that time that virus that didn't kill a whole lot of people? It was actually, like, about as deadly as a cold. Or, about, or, or it was actually less deadly than the flu, the regular flu. Yeah, how about that, huh? Right. Right asking me to serve with him on this ticket was probably one of the most memorable memorable days of my life. Um, oh, that's another I, question you know, I would ask her is, uh, do you still believe what you said last year when you said that you believe Joe Biden's accusers that he sexually assaulted them? And if if so, is it that you don't believe that 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 matters and that we should be actively electing sexual assaulters to uh, the office of president or were you lying? You know, uh, or did some other evidence come to light that you refused to release to the public, which you have a history of doing? About the value and the dignity of public service. Oh, shout out to Leonard Probosco, who has uh, donated $5 on uh, on the YouTube Super Chat. Leonard Probosco! Being elected the first woman district attorney of San Francisco, where I created models of innovation for, for law enforcement in terms of reform of the criminal justice system. I was elected... Um, the first uh, woman of color and black woman to be elected attorney general of the state of California, where I ran the second largest Department of Justice in the United States. We, we are aware of your United time in the Department, Department of Justice. Department of Justice. Uh, and there the, I took on everything from transnational criminal organizations. Her bringing up her, bringing up her past as, as a district attorney is a t- like that opens the door for everything else. It's incredible. Well, but here's the thing. Mike Pence will not flank her from a criminal justice standpoint. This is where I need it because he won't do that. He'll say, you're a manby-pamby liberal who doesn't care about law and order against the violent anarchist forces of Antifa communism or whatever he's going to say. But he, I, he can't he can't flank her from that. He can't bring up a criminal justice record because they are all about the police can never do anything wrong. Prosecutors can never do anything wrong. So I don't think it's going to happen. By the way, shout out to Dave Davis and uh, Uhana Roderick uh, for their four ninety nine donations on YouTube. Dave Davis, Uhana Roderick. The modern norm until the 2016 election. And in recent days, President Trump's doctors have given misleading answers or refused to answer basic questions about his health. And my question to each of you in turn is, is this information voters deserve to know? Vice President Pence, would you like to go first? Well, Susan, thank you. And uh, shout out to Lori Hughes, $20 U.S. donation. Thank you so much, Lori. Lori Hughes, we'll see you in the Savannah. I can't wait to see you. We've all been by the outpouring of prayers and concern. He did not even remotely prepare for this. Prayers and the concern that have ushered forth for every American impacted by the coronavirus. But the care the president received at Walter Reed Hospital, the White House doctors was exceptional. 
and the transparency it that they practiced all along the better way than Americans continue. would get, yeah. <laughs> American people have a right to know about the health and well-being of their president, and we'll continue to do that. But I'm just extremely grateful and was more than, more than a little moved uh, by the broad and bipartisan support. And uh, Senator, I want to thank you and Joe Biden for your expressions of genuine concern. And I also want to congratulate you, uh, as I did on that phone call, uh, on uh, the historic nature of your nomination. You. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I never expected I, to be I, on this stage I, four years ago. Wow. So I know the so uh, this is all nonsense. Um, so uh, shout out to Meg Jones, $10 donation in memory of Shannon Jones. Uh, thank you so much for your donation and, and definitely uh, rest in peace to Shannon. Um, uh, D regular guy uh, made a 420 donation. Nice. Nice. I see, I see what you uh, did there. I see what you did. You did a thing and I saw it. Uh, we both did. Uh, and uh, Antonio Andrade uh, for his $5 donation. Abolish the ATF. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. Shout out to Edward uh, uh, Ramon. I hope I hope I'm saying that right. Or Ramon uh, for his $4.99 donation. Hashtag spike the debates. Uh, Mike Lee. Uh, uh, shout out to Mike Lee for his $1 donation. Mike Lee. And Greg Gibbs. Thank you for your four ninety nine donation. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. We now know Donald Trump owes and is in debt for four hundred million dollars. And just so everyone is clear, when, when we say in debt, it means you owe money to somebody. And it'd be really good to know who the president of the United States, the commander in chief, owes money to, because the American people have a right to know what is influencing. The president's decisions and is he making the those cronies decisions who put him on in the office, best interest of the American right. people of you? I mean, I thought we all knew that. Self-interest. So, Susan, I'm glad you asked about transparency because Why? it has to be across the board. Joe has been incredibly transparent. You know what's really many, like a transparent thing would be like, for example, if um, you were trying to have someone executed there. for murder he, and you had evidence honest, that they didn't do it, that you would be transparent about Donald that and maybe Trump stop trying to have been them executed. Uh, or if you had a vested financial interest in keeping lots of people in prison for victimless crimes where they would go on to do slave labor for prison contractors, you... Uh, would be transparent about that. We've got some more shout-outs here uh, to shout-out to Alex Boyer for his $2 donation. I am am, am going to go buy myself a Sodi Pop after this. Thank you. Uh, shout-out to Adam Weggs for his $1 donation. Adam, love you, man. Uh, Jay Norton for a $2020 donation. The Libertarian Armed Bear Caucus loves Mystery Science Debate Theater. Jay, if there is a Facebook group for the Libertarian Armed Bear Caucus, please, 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 please send us an invite. Uh, I definitely need to be a part of that. Shout out to Alan Mendezi for uh, his $7 donation. Thank you so much. By cutting taxes, rolling back regulation. Thank you. Thank you, Vice President. There are fewer, there are more regulations now than there were when you came into office. And the average tax burden of the average American family, thanks to your war on trade, is 23% higher than it was when you came into office. This has been another aspect of life for Americans. It's been so affected by this coronavirus. We have a jobs crisis brewing. On Friday, because we learned the that lockdown. the unemployment rate had declined to 7.9% in September, but the job growth had stalled, and that was before the latest round of layoffs and furloughs. 
in the airline industry at Disney and elsewhere. The airlines who were given trillions of dollars in your money in exchange for not firing people or furloughing them are now doing that and experiencing record profits, which is why we are in the worst recession of our lifetimes while stock prices are at and above all time highs. Anyone who says that they want a system whereby we are not robbed to make the rich even richer uh, should not be voting Republican or Democrat ever. Got some more shout outs here. Ah, Natasha Farver, a shout out for your 299 uh, donation. Hands doing the sign of the horns with sparkles around. What the hell? It's they're they're uh, they're emojis that that we don't see on here. <laughs> what? I agree. Yep. Hands doing the sign of the horns with the sparkles around. Uh, Judith Reuter, $5 donation. Wish you wish you were there. I do too, Judith. Thank you. Uh, I think we know what would happen right now. Raymond Manis, $4.99 donation. All the best on the run, Spike. Thank you so much, Raymond. Uh, another one from Adam Wakes, $2. Love you too, Spike. Uh, love you too, man. Uh, Mike Rafferty, $20. Uh, hashtag let them speak, cowards. You know, listen, we're seeing right now why they wouldn't. I mean, can you imagine this mess? Uh, let's see, Rob Z, 1999 donation on behalf of Jennifer O'Connor, country over party. Absolutely, man. N Natalie Bruno, $50 donation, $49.99 donation. So glad to be on the team. Hashtag vote rolled. Man, Natalie, thank you so much. Uh, Greenfield Baggett, $5 donation. Shout out to Greenfield. Uh, John Grady, $25 donation. Check out the Patriot, the Philosopher, and the Madman on Amazon. I've been told that a couple of times, John. Thank you. Amanda fought $50 donation. See you in the woodlands with some smoke. Say, oh, I will be your best friend. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Amanda. We will, I will imprint on you if you bring me soaked salmon to the woodlands. Kayla Phillips, $5 donation. Thank you so much, Kayla. This debate is, I didn't anticipate giving shout outs to everyone on the right. Facebook. All right, let's go back to this so nonsense. For example, for folks who want to go to a two year community college, it will be free. If you come from a family that makes less than $125,000, you'll go to a public university for free. And across the board, we'll make sure that if you have student loan debt, it's cut by $10,000. That's how Joe which Biden is, thinks what, about What is $10,000? First of all, when you owe a debt to, to the federal government, down, that's an illegitimate debt and you should know it, first American of all. So write that down. Second of all, uh, when it comes business. to... Uh, higher education, it's government that drove up the cost. If government wasn't involved in, de in deciding what the cost was, they'd have to charge you what you could afford, and the lenders would only give you what they thought you'd actually be able to pay back based on the expected income from that. Federal government involvement is why the cost of health care, well, health care too, but why higher education is so expensive in the first place. Uh, get the government out of it and allow the price equilibrium to come in, and uh, Americans will be able to afford it. Also, stop pimping four years schools there are trade schools where you can immediately start making more money two-year schools uh, two and three-year schools sometimes one-year schools that are trade schools uh, and also get rid of occupational licensing there are a lot of things that you shouldn't have to go to school what was it six years to be an interior decorator in florida or something like that Matt? some uh yeah six years six years plus two uh internship some states three years to braid hair this yeah. is utter nonsense. Let's do some shout outs. These people are idiots. Um, I don't want to talk about, I want to, I'd rather talk about our amazing fans here. Barrett Elijah, $5 donation. Big love from Hawaiian shirt enthusiasts. Hawaiian shirt, Igloo time. Uh, Tara Leach, $5 donation. And Duopoly, we're working on it. Tara, thank you so much. Joel Getz, $4.99 donation. Spike and myself are the only real libertarians. Great meeting you in Wilkes-Barre. Hey, listen, Joel. Um, 
the minute that you say uh, that you are a real libertarian, you're actually technically not a real libertarian. But it was great meeting you in Pennsylvania. Uh, Leonard Provasco, another $4. Leonard, help us, Mama Joe, you're our only hope. Thank you, Leonard. Uh, GenoTube Live, $4.99 donation. Shout out to GenoTube. Melissa Team, uh, $5 donation. Hashtag spike the debates. Spike the debates. Hashtag hashtag spike the debates. Irvin Savick, $100 donation. Go get it. Thanks so much, thank Irvin. You, thank, thank you, thank you so you. much, Irvin. Kyle Schroyer, $5 donation. And the duopoly, let's fix the country. Absolutely, Kyle. Thank you so much. Let's go back to the took nonsense. office. Half of our international trade deficit was with China alone. And Joe Biden wants to repeal all of the tariffs that President Trump put into effect to fight for American jobs and American workers. There are Joe Americans Biden who have lost jobs and farmers who now live on welfare where they used to be farmers who farmed the things American because economy, of the, 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 the war on trade. All you do is get rid of the regulations that drive up the cost of doing business in America and hiring in Americans and all those jobs will come back. I already argued with Chris Taylor Brown's toaster about this. We already acknowledged, we already acknowledged what the problem is here. I will argue with Mike Pence's toaster next if I have to. Or Kamala Harris's hair dryer, really whatever, whatever appliance they want me to argue with, I will do it and I will win, by God. Shout out to Mrs. Rogers for the $20 donation. We met at Anarchon in Virginia. Prison families for Joe and Spike. I remember you. I remember you. Thank you so much. Uh, you're doing great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Rebecca Penglass, $5 donation. Hashtag Spike, not Mike. Spike Pence in real time. You, uh, Leslie Knowles, four ninety nine donation. Uh, thank you so much, Leslie. Uh, I will be there on Saturday with my dad in Atlanta. I'm excited. I'm excited too, Leslie. I can't wait to meet you. Thank you so much. Uh, Friday, uh, Saturday the tenth. Come on out. The Shabbat miracle in Atlanta. Go ahead. Joe Biden will not end fracking. He has been very clear about that. Joe Biden. <laughs> is the one who, during the, the Great Recession, was responsible for the recovery the that crime brought bill. America back. And now the Trump-Pence administration wants to take credit when they, ran, when they rode the co coattails of Joe Biden's success for the economy that they had at the beginning of their term. Of course, now the economy is a complete disaster. But Joe Biden, on the one hand, did that. On the other hand, you have Donald It was Trump, on its way to being a disaster because of the Austrian business cycle could tell you decades long before any of us were born why it would because of the Federal Reserve the policy hand, of Republicans and Democrats. Biden, but it's especially bad now because of the lockdowns. The coronavirus did not attack businesses. It, 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 it was a virus that spread because the government didn't uh, allow medical professionals do, to do their job. And then also, again, uh, then they locked everything down and it has not stopped spreading. You have Donald Trump, who's in court right now. Trying oh, to get to the, uh, shout out to Rob Dye for his $50 donation. He said, hoping to see you in the White House, Mike. I would love to do. I would love that very much, Rob. Thank you so much. And I just, this is very important, Susan. Yes. And it's important we, need to give, we need to give Vice President. I, I just like, he interrupted me, and I'd like to just finish, please. If you have a pre-existing condition, heart disease, diabetes, breast cancer, they're coming for you. If you love someone who has a by they she means big pharma that enjoys Republican and Democrat patent protections, charges you ten and a hundred thousand times what they charge in any other country for drugs that have been generic for decades, but they can charge a fortune here because Obamacare was that they have that solution. I'm sure that's well. President Trump and I have a plan 
to improve health care and to protect pre-existing conditions for every American. But look, Senator Harris, you're, you're entitled to your own opinion, but you're not entitled to your own facts. You yourself said on multiple occasions when you were running for president. <laughs> Did you say you your line? Fracking. She said good line. Joe Biden looked oh, his supporter line. in the eye and pointed and said, I guarantee, I guarantee that we will abolish fossil fuels. They have a $2 trillion version of the Green New Deal, Susan, that your newspaper, USA Today, said really wasn't that very Well, if we're talking about uh, fossil fuel, deal. Joe's plan to more uh, taxes, deregulate more uh, and, and end the subsidies to fossil fracking, fuels and to uh, uh, unproven and, and, and not ready for primetime renewables uh, and instead deregulate the market so that we can use nuclear in the meantime, which has zero carbon footprint and is the cheapest form of uh, cheapest, most plentiful and safest form statistically of energy uh, available, which will also allow the renewable market to uh, skyrocket because what renewables need for development is A, for government to stop subsidizing bad providers of renewables and B, uh, for energy to be so cheap and plentiful for them to do the kind of research they need to do to research the next generation of truly renewable uh, things. That is Joe Jorgensen's plan for, the ener for energy. Uh, it does not involve uh, absurd rhetoric about uh, taxing uh, cow flatulence uh, or of, uh, uh, you know, threatening to bankrupt entire industries, uh, which is sort of a Republicrat uh, favorite. Uh, shout outs to uh, uh, Caleb Persinger for $49.99 uh, donation. So glad I found this campaign. I'm so tired of the Republican nonsense. Hashtag vote gold. Shout out to Jen McNorris for her $20.46 donation. I'm certain there's a symbol symbolism there. Shout out to who should be debating the Spike Man 2020 46. 46. Oh, 40, the 46 oh. president. Oh, 46 uh, VP. Uh, uh, shout out to Raymond Manis, uh, 299 US, uh, hashtag make it the gold house 2020. Waffle House, uh, hashtag, oh, shout out to Governor uh, Nicholas Wildstar for $5 donation. Good to see you, man. Uh, shout out to Samantha Finch for $5 donation. Jonathan Reels and I are coming to see you in Birmingham. I love it. I cannot wait for that. Looking forward to Waffle House. I am looking forward to that too. Uh, Angela Hatcher, uh, shout out to her for her $17.89 sent donation she says freedom uh isaac gross uh, shout out 24.99 donation uh you should be on that stage hashtag vote gold we see what's happening why we see why i'm not on the stage same reason joe wasn't on the stage because uh we would instantly win it would be an instant win with a uh, possible flawless victory uh christina page uh 50 donation uh in memory of david jackson page first killed by police and then victimized again by qualified Absolutely. Yep. I'm sorry, Christina. And thank you so much for that donation. Um, shout out to Joel Getz, 499 donation. Please tell Bonnie that you agree that turkey bacon is d disgraceful to the name of bacon. Listen, listen, listen uh, turkey bacon is a victimless crime. Okay. That doesn't mean that it is not a disgrace to the name of bacon. I, it's not bacon. It's it not is, bacon. It's not bacon. It isn't bacon. Right. I, 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 as a Jew, am, in fact, a bacon expert. Uh, and turkey is not turkey bacon is not bacon. Beef bacon is in fact bacon. Uh, turkey bacon not bacon. Uh, Pam Tringle, uh, shout out for your 4.99 donation. Logical people for the United States of America. We need to start somewhere. Absolutely, Pam. Uh, shout out to Mel Magnuson, $17 and $76 donation. Joe Spike to restore freedom and liberty in this country. Absolutely. Uh, Trisha Good, shout out to you for a 1999 donation. Loved meeting you in Des Moines. Yeah, Trisha, it was great meeting you. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, Governor Wildstar, another $5. Hashtag throw your vote away. <laughs> Hashtag vote libertarian Joe 
J2020. Uh, hashtag to, uh, uh, or shout out to TJ Norman, $1.99 donation. Uh, he asked, how do you plan on getting media coverage? Uh, we have to make our own coverage. We have to be bold. We have to uh, get around the media. We have to uh, do our own video ad placement on streaming sites. We have to do stuff like this. We can't rely on the media. The media will uh, do everything they can nope. to shut us out. We have more support than any other libertarian ticket before, and they're doing everything they can to pretend we don't exist precisely for that reason. They are horrified at what will happen if we get the attention that we uh, that we have earned. Uh, Brett, shout out to Brett Kernbeck uh, for a 1999 donation. Thank you for truly fighting for the preservation of liberty spikes. So refreshing to hear a person in the presidential race finally pushing trade schools. Like I'm very happy that I graduated from. Thank you, man. Hashtag uh, shout out to Lupe Gonzalez. Hey, Lupe, thank you for tuning in. Uh, 4.99, uh, or actually Lupe McDougal now, technically. Uh, 4.99 donation. Uh, hashtag uh, shout out to Chris Cole, five dollars for victims of family law for Spike Cohen and the family law industry and absolute immunity for judges. Let's get our kids back. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for your support. Great seeing you in North Carolina. Let's get back to this nonsense. That the west coast of our country is burning, including my home state of California. Because Joe of bad uh, force management policies. On the Gulf states, which are being battered by storms. Joe has That's seen and talked to farmers in Iowa, whose entire crops have been destroyed because of floods. And so Joe believes, again, in science. I'll tell you something, Susan. I served when I first got to the Senate on the committee that's responsible for the environment. Do you know this administration took the word science off the website? Any energy, any any energy or climate change plan that does not completely centered around nuclear energy, which is the cheapest, safest, most plentiful, most sustainable, and also zero carbon footprint. Any conversation about climate change or the environment or energy that is not centered around nuclear energy is an intentionally useless conversation. This has nothing to do, if they wanted to truly stop climate change, they would embrace deregulating so that nuclear energy uh, would not be prohibitively expensive to get involved in. The only reason we don't see new nuclear plants in this country is because they have regulated them into being prohibitively expensive to building and maintaining any new ones, period. That's the reason we don't have them. And they are doing that intentionally because they want you to have to pay more for energy to benefit the cronies that put them in office. They also want to keep this uh, uh, specter of climate change over you and this fear of it happening. They know that they could stop this dead in its tracks by deregulating and allowing for more nuclear energy and also deregulating would allow for more products to be made here instead of on the other side of the planet and shipped all the way back here, which would greatly reduce the carbon footprint of, uh, of our consumption. So the fact that they're not talking about those things tells you that they have no serious intention of dealing with this. They just want to scare you. Uh, let's see. Uh, shout out to Andrew K, $20 and 20 cent donation. Great meeting you tonight in Dover. Hey man, thanks so much for coming out. Uh, Amber, I'm gonna have to unfortunately shorten uh, the what I'm reading from these messages just so we can actually get back to the debate. Uh, shout out to Amber, $5 donation. Can't wait to meet, uh, wait to meet you Friday in, in North Carolina. Absolutely. Shout out to Dara Waidu. Darawidu for a $10 donation. First time voting for a presidential election. Excited to be voting for you guys. Thanks, man. Um, uh, or thanks. I, I, I shouldn't gender you. Thank you, Darawidu. Um, Eric Granada, uh, five, uh, $4.99 $4 donation. Thank you so much. Uh, victims of Family Law. Uh, Carol Baker, shout out to you for your 1999 donation. Hashtag spike the vote. Hashtag 
bunch of other hashtags I really love. Thank you, Carol. Thank you so much. All right, let's go back to the absurdity. We don't need a massive two trillion dollar green new deal that would impose just all new mandates energy. on American we just need businesses and American families. Thank you. Joe Biden wants us Thank to you, retrofit Say four nuclear. million Thank American you, business buildings. It makes no sense. It will cost nuclear. jobs. President Trump Thank is going to put President. America first. Nuclear. He's going to put jobs first, and we're going to take care of our environment and follow the science. Nuclear. You know, on the issue of jobs, let's talk about nope, that. Nope, nuclear. You, the, the vice president earlier referred to, as part of what he thinks is an accomplishment, um, the, the president's trade war with China. You lost that trade war. You lost it. Their trade wars what aren't won and lost. Everyone loses. The consumer loses. Government wins by getting a bunch of new people that are relying on them because they destroyed their economy and they get a bunch of revenue from it. There are no winners and losers in trade wars, except the governments of the respective countries engaging in them, and the losers are literally everyone else. Uh, shout out to Noah Lindgren, fourteen ninety nine donation. I came around to YouTube just to give some money. Hey, thanks. Uh, Fernando Rivas, $4.20 donation. Ken Bode did nothing wrong. Matt, did you know Ken Bode voted for us? I did. I knew that. Uh, I retweeted that. Welcome to the Bone Zone. Uh, Amanda Ford, uh, shout out to you for your $10 donation. Pair character jumping up and down saying number one fan. Hey, thanks, pair character. Uh, Daniel M, shout out to Daniel for the $2 donation. Quit calling out the amount of donations. Am I not supposed to do that? No. Oh, you're just supposed to get like say thanks. By the end of the month. But doesn't that like encourage more? Is in America right now, and it is because of the catastrophe and the failure of leadership of this administration. Thank you, Senator Harris. Vice President Pence, let me give you just 15 seconds to respond because then I want to move on. Well, I'd love to respond. Look, lost the trade war with China. Joe Biden never fought it. Joe Biden has been a cheerleader for communist China through over the last several decades. And, and again, Senator Harris, you're entitled to your opinion. You're not entitled to your own facts. When Joe Biden was vice president, we lost 200,000 manufacturing jobs. And because president of Obama regulations that caused that to happen. And they have continued to lose jobs to China and other countries during the, uh, during the Trump administration because of regulations. It has nothing to do with the trade war. If you drive up the cost of living in the U.S., that just makes it worse. If you tell the average American we're going to increase your cost of living by 23% with tariffs, then you're not actually helping them. You're making them lose their jobs, become reliant on welfare, and the cost of living goes up. I just need to respond very briefly. 15 seconds. Thank you. Thank you. Joe Biden is responsible for saving America's auto industry, and you voted against it. So let's set the record straight. Thank you. America's auto like industry to continues to China. fail because have, of legacy costs related to uh, mandated no uh, legacy labor costs, which is making it, again, increasingly unaffordable China. to make durable goods in the U.S. Uh, at the current rate, uh, none of this stuff will be made in America in, in another few years. Uh, and it will only and get worse as they tonight, continue President to increase Trump tariffs. That just caused the supply chain costs to continue to go up for businesses that are still here that are having to import stuff into the U.S. So that will only get worse. Shout out to Jennifer Abernathy. I'm going to keep saying the amounts. $11.11 donation in honor of 
uh, Madison you. Kingston Robeson, uh, hashtag justice well, me, for Madi, uh, and for all recovering Democrats. Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, and uh, uh, shout out to Derek Rhodes, $5 donation. Shout out to Rachel for your $5 donation. Rachel Watson, knock, knock, who's there? Joe Mama. Joe Mama for president. I like that. Um, Jesus uh, De La Torre, uh, shout out for your 1776 donation. First ever campaign donation because I want to shout out and voting gold is the American thing to do. Thank you so much. It was a huge win for American auto workers. It was a huge win for American farmers, especially dairy in the upper Midwest. But Senator, you, you said it didn't go far enough on climate change, that, that you put your, your radical environmental agenda ahead of American auto workers and ahead of American jobs I like mean, literally you know, this is why nothing ever gets accomplished is because they have to use their weird rhetoric against each other that's not solutions oriented it's it's create division oriented so if we talk about for example they're talking about jobs and they're talking about the environment and instead of saying the reason why jobs are as bad as they are here is because of the regulations that are driving China up the cost of doing business in America and hiring Americans. And if we get rid of those, things will and get President better. Trump and the reason that we have so many environmental issues is because of regulations that have uh, increasingly China made it unaffordable to provide clean forms of energy uh, or for smaller competitors to compete with larger, more polluting in companies. China, Instead, the Democrat says, you don't care about science. And the Republican says, you don't care about auto workers. You just want to pass your extreme Democrat agenda. It's all nonsense. It's all hysterical rhetoric that is designed to keep everyone nice and divided instead of actually focusing on what the problem is, how to solve the problem, because how to solve the problem is never having to look at these two again and replacing them with people who understand what the actual issue is. China, we're going to continue to stand strong. Thank you, Vice President Pence. We want to improve the relationship, but we're going to level the playing field, and we're going to hold Vice China Pence. accountable for there's, what they did to America. You have destroyed the, the playing field. You. you and her Senator and your parties have you completely eliminated the playing field. That I asked the Vice President, how would you describe our fundamental relationship with China? Are we competitors, adversaries, enemies? You'll have two minutes uninterrupted. China's a client state. China is a client state of U.S. crony businesses who have put these two in office and their parties in office to create regulations and laws that make it increasingly unaffordable to do business in America and hire Americans, which necessarily leads to larger companies just moving their bases of operation overseas because they're the only ones that can afford to do that. They leave this place as a wasteland for anyone who would want to compete with them, and they move all the jobs over there and just bring them back. Oh, and all the also. They uh, they, uh, they use the military to the protect House. their goods as they're being shipped back into the U.S. So here you have it, where they have robbed you they of your ability to thrive, and then use every bit of there taxpayer service that you're paying for to externalize all of their major costs, including the cost of protecting their shipments all the way back here from pirates and bad actors. So at every single step, you are being screwed over by big business cronies who own both of these people that you are watching right now. That is why I'm not on the the debate stage right now. That is why Joe was not on the debate stage with Donald Trump and Joe Biden, 
because it would Let's be very, very, very easy for we us to simply before. sit here in between deal. these two, arguing the over which war. one sucks worse. And then every once in a while, I could raise my hand and say, I agree, you're both terrible. Here are the policies that you have passed uh, and, and implemented and, and executed that have led to the bad things we're facing. Here is how we undo them. And both of you, you have to go. That is why we're not on that stage And let's talk about standing. Pew, a reputable research firm has done an analysis that shows that leaders of all of our formerly allied countries have now decided that they hold in greater esteem and respect Hashtag, hashtag to Justico Mitchell, the who's the guy on the left, that's a uh, guy on the left. Shout out to Melissa Harmer, hashtag vote gold. Shout out to Mia Lewis, hope to see you tomorrow and get my Waffle House mug signed. Absolutely, Mia. Uh, shout out Senator to Harris, Teresa Dobson, I hope you plan on running as president in the future. We'll see. Brett, uh, shout out to Brett Scharnhorst. Uh, you did an interview with my boy, Crypto Jaws. Him and I served together in the Navy on the same ship. Please come to Chicago soon. Uh, I was in Chicago a couple months ago. I will try to get there as soon as possible. Uh, shout out to Lowell's. It's Dave. Hashtag vote gold 2020. Hashtag spike to vote. Uh, shout out to, uh, oh, Chairman Mike, Mike Connor Jr. Uh, we're working it in Iowa for Spike. Keep representing. Chairman Mike, shout out to Chairman Mike. And, uh, and thank you. Really, it's relationships. They're just think about it as relationships. And so we know this in our personal and professional relationships. Um, you got to keep your word to your friends. You got to be loyal to your friends. People who have stood with you, you got to stand with them. She's talking about the cronies. You got to yes. know who your adversaries are and keep them in check. But what she's we've talking seen about American consumers Trump and workers is that he has betrayed our friends. And and and, be, and 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 embraced dictators around the world. Let's take, for example, Russia. So, Russia watching on the Democrats red bait is my America's favorite mood of 2020. Russia interfered in the election. Of the it's amazing. Not China, which is like far more aggressive and actually communist. Uh, it's it is a very, very interesting dynamic of, uh, of, of, of where the, 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 it's, the, 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 the Republicans are demonizing uh, all of China and uh, the Democrats are demonizing all of Russia. And it is an absolutely astounding thing to be on. I want to see how Pence responds to her going after Russia and Russia interfering in the election. Because with everything that was declassified, true or not true, I want to see what his response to this is. And because of Donald Trump's unilateral approach to foreign policy, coupled with his isolationism, he pulled us out and has made... Oh, and real quick, for anybody out there who uh, is saying that I need to stop vaping, apparently you've never watched this show you before. You have never watched You have show. never watched this show before. There is no way. You would... This man would end the stream before he would stop vaping. That's right. Absolutely. Shout out to Jordan thank Harris. Thank you. Uh, uh, hashtag vote gold. Vice President, and let me give you a chance to shout out to Jordan well, Fetcher. Uh, try well, and President come Trump to Lafayette, Indiana. I was in Indiana uh, a couple months ago. I'll try to get back as soon as possible. Shout out to when Joe Biden Steve Hunsinger. They promised Thank to you. do that, and they never did. We stood strong with our allies, but we've been demanding. NATO is now contributing more to our common defense than ever before, thanks to President Trump's leadership. 
We've strengthened our alliances across. The what that means is Pacific. you're still paying and for the defense of other countries. Um, against in, those who would do us harm. At a time when we're $27 you know, when trillion dollars in debt and in the worst recession of our lives, would end all of that nonsense. But These President countries Trump can defend themselves. They can more afford to the do so. It's time to bring the troops home and end the empire overseas. The it's made us less safe. It has made us less... It has caused immeasurable suffering overseas, not to mention all the suffering to veterans that come home uh, and often are dealing with PTSD and other issues, uh, including the ones who unfortunately come home in flag-draped caskets. It needs to end. The empire needs to end. We have been made less safe. We have been made less secure. And uh, it is time for us to heal. Uh, shout out to uh, Rio Gradius. Shout out to Juan Roderick. Uh, Sydney says, hi. Hi, Sydney. Uh, shout out to Bonnie F. Don't read that one out loud. We had an opportunity. I'm definitely not going to. Yeah. Breaks my heart to reflect on it, but the military came into the Oval Office, presented a plan. They said they knew where Kayla was. Baghdadi had held her for 18 months, abused her mercilessly before they killed her. But when Joe Biden was vice president, they hesitated for a month. And when armed forces finally went in, it was clear she'd been moved two days earlier. And her family says with a heart that broke the heart of every American that if President Donald Trump had been president, they believe Kayla would be alive today. Thank you, Vice Look, President. Look, we destroyed the ISIS caliphate. Uh, and you talk about re-entering the Iran nuclear deal. I mean, the last administration transferred $1.8 billion to the leading state sponsor Thank you, Vice of President. terrorism. President the Donald leading Trump state sponsor of terrorism is Saudi Arabia and, and or arguably the United States government. Um, that was money that was owned by Chinese, by, by Iranian America private is, is Iranian safer. company Our assets that was them getting their money President back Donald largely. Never um, and President. if I were the I President like of Iran, Senator I would Harrison want nukes too, because that's a great way to not get bombed by the U.S. That's actually the only way to not, to assure that you aren't bombed by the U.S. I know about your daughter's case, and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, what happened to her is awful. And it should have never happened. And I know Joe feels the same way. And I know that President Obama feels the same way. Um, but you mentioned Soleimani. Let's, let's start there. So after the strike on Soleimani, there was a counter strike on our troops in Iraq. And they suffered serious brain injuries. And do you know what Donald Trump dismissed them as? Headaches. And this is about a pattern of Donald Trump's, where he has referred Why are they there? to our men who are serving in our military as suckers. Why are soldiers. they there? Neither Donald one of these Trump, two will say that the problem is that they're there. The graves right. of our fallen heroes and said, What's in it for Our them? fallen heroes deserve for there to not be any more fallen heroes because we bring him. them home. Because the whole thing has been a dismal, murderous failure that has only American benefited hero. central bankers around and, the world, and, and especially Donald here in the U.S. through the Federal Reserve, uh, military and energy contractors, huge big business war. cronies, Take foreign dictatorships, and 
drug cartels, global drug cartels. Those are the people who have benefited. Oh, and the terror groups uh, who use these invasions as a way to, uh, uh, as, as a means of, of recruitment for their terror groups uh, when they aren't directly receiving funding and arming and training uh, from the U.S. government and its, its Western proxies. And Donald Trump had talked at least six times to Vladimir Putin and never brought up the subject. Joe Biden would never do that. Thank Joe you. Joe Biden would, but, but Joe Biden. I mean, Joe Biden's would son would get a donate. It would get a, a, three you point, have to give a shout out to <laughs> Moscow for the $3.5 million donation. Good. Hashtag don't for the sake mention of this donation. Thank you, Senator Harris. This is such an important issue, but we have other important issues as well. And Susan, I, want to, I want to make sure we have a chance I, I really have to talk to about to that. I, I, I'm, Look, uh, she has 15 she, seconds because well, I gotta have we're trying more to than keep that. Look, well, you, I'm sorry, but Vice President. Look, you've I, had uh oh, more time well, well Mike Pence is so out of nowhere. Mike, Mike, Mike Pence standing up and standing up. I need more than 15 <laughs> seconds. Absurd. I'm, I'm sorry, Vice My President. My son Pence. is a captain in the United yes. States Marine Corps. My son in law is deployed in the United States Navy. I can assure all of you, with sons and daughters serving in our military, President Donald Trump not only respects but reveres. All of those who serve in our armed forces. If that were true, you would bring them home. Right. Let Thank me you, also Vice say, the American people deserve, you know, Susan, they respect I didn't what you Vice are President able to do for those that Susan, put them in office. The they don't. If they respected you, they would bring you home. Your campaigns agreed to the rules for tonight's debate with the Commission on President Debates. Oh, wow. Oh, she's not doing, oh, she's not playing. She, yeah, Susan Page is not playing around. Does she have like a mute button? Go right ahead. So I want to go no, I don't. I don't think they have a mute button in this one. I think they might have one in the presidential. As the last topic, right? you're going to need it. You're just going to see it on between Trump and Biden in the next debate. That'll be to open hearings on Amy Coney Barrett's nomination to the Supreme Court. Senator Harris, you'll be there as a member of the committee. Her confirmation would cement the court's conservative majority. And this is where you get to watch them to say the opposite of what they would say if it were 2016. Right. Let's all enjoy. I, and I, I would have so much fun in this moment of saying, as soon as one of them would Vice say something, Pence, I'd say, you're the former governor of Indiana. That's what if Pence would have said four years ago. And then when Pence says something, I'd say, Indiana to do. That's what Harris would have said four years ago. You have two minutes uninterrupted. Well, thank you for the question, but I'll use a little bit of my time to respond to that very important issue before. The American people deserve to know. He wanted it. I, I, I want more than 15 seconds. Yeah, he, he was getting more than 15 seconds one way or another. When he was getting his damn 25 seconds. So headed to Baghdad to kill more Americans. President Trump didn't hesitate. And Qasem Soleimani is gone. But you deserve to know that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris actually criticized the decision to take out Salem, uh, Qasem Soleimani. It's really inexplicable, but with regard to Joe Biden, it's, it's explainable. Because history records that Joe Biden actually opposed the raid against Osama bin Laden. It's absolutely essential that we have a commander-in-chief who will not this hesitate to act to protect American the lives worst. and to protect American citizens. You have two people you have arguing over who can engage in the most now, pandering jingoism, and it is... Let me say, President Trump. If this was some kind of theater instead of like something that actually the affected the lives of people, I would be clapping at the absolute. She's a brilliant woman.
astounding. Yeah. It's almost inspiring how they can cynically the look at the people the they're victimizing States. every day and say, oh, and I our hope you. is in the hearing it's next incredible. week, unlike Justice Kavanaugh received, definitely a, from you uh, and an others. incredible thing. I, by the way, I'd be wearing this shirt at the debate. Years. I just want to make that clear. And we particularly hope that we don't see the kind of attacks on her Christian faith that we saw before. I mean, the Democrat chairman of the Judiciary Committee before, when when Judge Barrett was being confirmed for the Court of Appeals, expressed concern that the dogma of her faith lived loudly in her. Dick Durbin of Illinois said that it was a concern. Uh, Senator, I know one of our judicial nominees, you actually attacked because they were a member of the Catholic Knights of Columbus just because the Knights of Columbus holds pro-life views and thank you, views. thank you, Vice President. Pence. So Your my time hope is, is that when the hearing takes place, that thank you, Vice that, President Pence, that Judge Amy Coney Barrett will be respected, thank you, Vice President Pence, voted and confirmed to the Supreme Court of the United States. Senator Harris, you're the senator from and former Attorney General of California. So let me ask you a parallel question to the one I posed to the Vice President: If Roe v. Wade is overturned, what would you want California to do? Would you want your home state to enact? no restrictions on access to abortion. And you have two minutes uninterrupted. Thank you, no. Susan. First of all, Joe Biden and I... Now, note that they did not ask her whether or not she thinks that they should confirm Amy Coney Barrett. And yeah. back in 2016, let me read what she said. Uh, the president is going to be in office through January of next year. We as Americans deserve to have a fully staffed United States Supreme Court. There are very... Uh. Uh, important issues before the Supreme Court right now. Right, right, right. I'm wondering if she wouldn't have said that this time. I imagine she wouldn't. What an interesting flex pivot here to and you know to Roe v. Wade. When this conversation has come up, you know, it's been about election year or election time. And it was kind of a gotcha question. Would you have no restrictions on abortion? Over four yeah. million people have you voted. Jerk. People are in the process of voting right now. And so Joe has been very clear, as the American people are, let the American people fill that seat in the White House, and then we'll fill that seat on the United States Supreme Court. And to your point, Susan, the, the issues before us couldn't be more serious. There's the issue of choice, and I will always fight for a woman's right to make a decision about her own body. It should be her decision and not that of Donald Trump and, and the Vice President, Michael Pence. But let's also look at what else is before the, the, the court. It's the Affordable Care Act. Like, literally in the midst of a public health pandemic, when over 210,000 people have died and 7 million people probably have what will be in the future considered a pre-existing condition because you, you, you contracted the virus. Under the system Donald that you are about right to defend. trying to get rid of the Affordable Care Act. And I said it before, and it bears repeating. This means that there will be no more protections if they win for people with pre-existing conditions. This means that over 20 million people will lose your coverage. It means that if you're under the age of 26, you can't stay on your parents' coverage anymore. And here's the thing. The contrast couldn't be more clear. They're trying to get rid of the Affordable Care Act. Thank Joe you. Biden is saying, let's expand coverage. Let's give you a choice of a public Thank option you, or private coverage. They're actually, let's neither one is going to get rid of it. One of them wants to expand it. The other one wants to rebrand it and then expand it. The Affordable, the affordable Care Act, which has driven up the cost of health care even more massively than before it existed. 
they both are going to expand it. The actual policy, whatever the name they use is, it's the same You are supporting your administration, supporting that would strike down the Affordable Care Act. The president says, President Trump says that he's going to protect people with pre-existing conditions, but he has not explained how he would do that. And that was one of the toughest nuts to crack when they were passing the Affordable Care Act. So tell us specifically, how would your administration protect Americans? I want to watch. I have to see what he says. Access to affordable insurance if the Affordable Care Act is struck down. Well, uh, thank you, Susan. But let me just say, addressing your very first question, I couldn't be more proud to serve as vice president to a president who stands without apology for the sanctity of human life. I'm pro-life. I don't apologize for it. He's talking to 20% of voters uh, who only vote based on this. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris support taxpayer funding of abortion all the way up to the moment of birth. Your administration's continued to fund abortion. Increase funding to Planned Parenthood of America. Now, for our part, I I would never presume how Judge Amy Coney Barrett would rule on the Supreme Court of the United States, but um, we'll continue to stand strong for the right to life. When you speak about the Supreme Court, though, I think the American your administration continues to fund abortion with taxpayer dollars. What a cynical lie to people who only vote based on this one issue. I mean, there have been 29 vacancies on the Supreme Court during presidential election years from George Washington. But this is the one issue where you have the Christian conservatives that are going. This is what they're going to vote on. So you have to push this. You have to push it because then they're going to say, "Okay, well, now if we get Amy Coney Barrett and you're going to have the opportunity to overturn Roe v. Wade, when in all actuality, all you need is all you need is a president that won't sign a funding bill that funds Planned Parenthood or other or other providers. And implements policies that greatly reduce the amount of abortions by increasing the economy, by deregulating, increasing the economy and lowering the cost of living through deregulation of the of the regulations that drove up the cost of living and made it unaffordable to hire Americans. Uh, and also by uh, getting the federal government out of the adoption question. Adoptive parents who are trying to adopt uh, uh, children uh are often unable to do so. They spend thousands of dollars, are frustrated for years, and eventually give up, while children grow up in one foster home after the next where they are often subjected to abuse and and rape and neglect. And ultimately, a lot of them, an increasing number of them, graduate out, meaning that they turn 18 and are told, all right, you're on your own now. They have often never had a parent, or at least not in the time that they have been, you know, that they've had memories that they could remember having one because the government involvement makes it so hard to adopt American children. All of these things contribute to pregnant women who can't afford their children saying, I'm going to have to have an abortion. I already have children. I can't afford them. And uh, you have one side that just wants to, you know, pretend that, you know, that that these conditions aren't making there be more abortions. Uh, And then you have the other side who also wants to do that while also demonizing Mm -hmm. abort people, women who get abortions as, you know, heartless baby murderers, when in fact, many of them are mothers uh, who are making an incredibly, incredibly difficult choice based on the survival of the children that they currently have. You you reduce the conditions that lead to abortions uh, instead of trying to 
uh, get government involved in it, and you end taxpayer funding for abortions. The only person who's going to reduce the number of abortions without trying to infringe upon uh, the, the, the rights and the life of pregnant women is Joe Jorgensen. These two will continue funding abortions and leading to and, and, and contributing more policies that continue to make abortions uh, continue to, to increase. Let's talk about the Please. fact. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to. So the Trump-Pence administration has been, because I sit on the Senate Judiciary Committee, Susan, as you mentioned, and I've witnessed the appointments for lifetime appointments to the federal courts, district courts, courts of appeal. People who are purely ideological, people who have been reviewed by, by legal professional organizations and found to have been not competent are substandard. And do you know that of the 50 people who President Trump appointed to the Court of Appeals for lifetime appointments, not one is black? This is what they've been doing. You want to talk about packing a court? Let's have that discussion. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Senator. Let's go on and talk about the issue of racial justice. I, I just want the record to reflect she never answered the question. But you may, maybe you. in the next debate. Joe Biden will answer the question, you, but I think the you. American people know the answer. Thank you, Vice President. In March, Breonna Taylor, a 26-year-old emergency room technician in Louisville, oh, was shot go. and killed after police officers executing a search warrant in a narcotics investigation broke into her apartment. The police said they identified themselves. Taylor's boyfriend said he didn't hear them do that. He used a gun registered to him to fire a shot, which wounded an officer. The officers then fired more than 20 rounds into the apartment. They say they were acting in self-defense. None of them have been indicted in connection with her death. Senator Harris, in the case of Breonna Taylor, was justice done? You have two minutes. I don't believe so. And I've, I've talked with Breonna's mother, Tamika Palmer, and her family. And her family deserves justice. She was a beautiful young woman. She had as her life goal to become a nurse, and she wanted to become an EMT to first learn what's going on out on the street so she could then become a nurse and save lives. And her life was taken unjustifiably and tragically and violently. And it just it, it brings me to, you know, the eight minutes and 46 seconds that America witnessed, during which an American man was tortured and killed under the knee of an armed, uniformed police officer. And people around our country and? of every race, of every age, of every gender, perfect strangers to each other, marched shoulder to shoulder, arm in arm, fighting. During a pandemic for us to finally achieve that ideal of equal justice under law. And I was a part of those peaceful protests. And I believe strongly that, first of all, we are never going to condone violence, but we always must fight for the values that we hold dear, including She's not going to name a single ideals. policy. And that's what Joe Biden and I have said on this subject. Look, and wow. I'm a former career prosecutor. I know what I'm talking about. Bad cops yeah, no, you locked she, up a ton of black people. Right. Yeah. She can't name one because she used all of them. And our criminal justice system, which is why Joe and I will immediately ban chokeholds and carotid holes. George Floyd would be alive today if we did that. 
What on earth? No, national registry. It's but illegal to commit murder. He committed murder. On the issue of criminal justice. Banning chokeholds. Oh my get lord. Get rid of private prisons and cash bail, and Thank we you. will decriminalize. Okay, cash jail. And we will, we will cash jail. expunge the records we, we, of those who got have one. been cash bail. of marijuana. This is Thank the you, time Senator for Harris. leadership on a tragic, tragic. So keeping marijuana illegal, but just taking it from them and not charging them. Vice President Pence, Which would have done nothing for question. Breonna Taylor or George Floyd. And qualified immunity, so bad officers and bad actors in government are held accountable. And no knock raids, Ed civil asset forfeiture, and the war on drugs, well, and breaks, uh, mandatory minimum sentencing. Any, so. any innocent American life. And the family of Breonna Taylor has our sympathies. But I, I trust our justice system, a grand jury that refused the evidence. And it really is remarkable that as a former prosecutor, wow. you would assume that an impaneled grand jury looking at all the evidence. Wow, he's wrong, taking the Brianna's killers did nothing Senator. wrong route. I think, look, and with regard to George Yeah, but Floyd, that's speaking to his face. For what happened to George Floyd. And justice will be served. But there's also no excuse for the rioting and looting that followed. So this I mean, is it, the it Republican really is Democrat debate on Westbrook not a single policy. Like one so. talks about racial justice. The other Just one talks about ago, law and order. No one actually presents anything that's going to change a single damn salon, thing. By right. the way, you want to stop riots and looting and the war on guns that your, 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 co, your running mate Donald and Trump has continued to enforce. To that makes it difficult for everyday Americans to protect their homes and their properties and their businesses, as well as making it increasingly difficult for protesters to protect themselves from violence as well. You'll notice the Neither of them are saying that. Nor would they. Nor would they. They can't. And that, as Joe Biden said, that he believes that law enforcement has an implicit bias against minorities. Wow. This is... is... Is a great insult to the men and women who serve in law enforcement. And I want everyone to know who puts on the uniform of law enforcement every day that President Trump and I stand with you. And it is remarkable that that when Senator Tim Scott tried to Wait, pass did something the land on his head, bill, brought together a group of Republicans and Democrats, Senator Harris, you got up There's and something on the, the top room, of his head. And then you filibustered Senator uh, Tim Scott's bill on the Senate. There floor, is something on the top of his head. There is something on the top of his head. But we don't have to choose between supporting there is a, law enforcement, a not small insect safety, and that supporting has landed on Mike Pence's head. While he does his part in the Republican President Trump's leadership, that is the ghost of Ronald Reagan landing on Pence's head and saying, Yes, record unemployment, record investments in education, and we'll fight for school choice for all of our members. Thank you, Vice I'd like to respond. Senator Harris. I will not sit here and be lectured by the Vice President on what it means to enforce the laws of our country. I am the only one on this stage who has personally prosecuted. Everything from child sexual assault She's to victimless crimes of, of hundreds of thousands of African-Americans who are still in prison now and many of whom are unable to vote. Uh, and you made that that way permanently uh, in California. Um, you this is the perfect example of why you will wasting your vote is voting for either of these two parties. And this is a perfect example as to why. Wherever you fall on this position, neither one is presenting an actual policy. They are presenting rhetoric to their base to fund a culture war, to fuel the flames of a culture war, which is often spilling out into actual fights on our streets and in our neighborhoods. Instead of presenting actual policies, because 
A, they want to keep you all at each other's throats and hateful of each other instead of being solutions oriented. And B, they'd have to acknowledge that both of them have been working together to make these policies that led to these bad outcomes. This is the political theater that leads to the deaths and suffering of so many Americans. It has to end. It will only end when we stop taking these people seriously and start voting for a real opportunity not to throw our vote away. And that is voting libertarian. Where a young woman was killed and on the other side there were neo-Nazis carrying tiki torches, shouting racial epithets, anti-Semitic slurs. And Donald Trump, when asked about it, said there were fine people on both sides. This is who we have as the president of the United States. And America, you deserve better. Joe Biden will be a president. Oh, it's a baby bat. Yes, that is a baby bat. It's a baby bat. That is diversity and the fact that we all have so much more in common than what separates us. Vice President Pence, let me give you a minute to respond. Thank you, Susan. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> this is one of the things that uh, makes people dislike the media so much in this country, Susan, is that you selectively edit, just like Senator Harris did, comments that President Trump and I and others on our side of the aisle make. I mean, Senator Harris conveniently omitted, after, after the president made comments about people on either side of the debate over monuments, he condemned the KKK, neo-Nazis, and white supremacists, and has done so This is the weirdest, stupidest conversation about nonsense that, that doesn't, doesn't matter. Neo-Nazis. Like, this started as a conversation about how are we going to end police brutality, and it has turned into, did Donald Trump say nice things? Did he say that there were good Nazis three years ago? having personally prosecuted. I'm glad you brought up your record, Senator. Thank you. But that's, I, I really need to make this point. When you were, when you were DA... In San Francisco, He's when you left it. office, African Americans were 19 times more likely to be prosecuted for minor drug offenses than whites and Hispanics. Wow! When you were Attorney General you. of California, Thank you, you increased the, purport, the disproportionate incarceration of Thank blacks you. in California. Yeah. You did nothing on criminal yeah. justice reform in California. You didn't lift a That's, finger to you, pass Matt. the first step back on Capitol Hill. I mean, the reality is your record speaks you, for Vice itself. President, President yes. Trump and I have fought for criminal justice reform. Thank you, Vice President. Isn't it sad when as terrible as Trump has been you, on criminal justice again. reform, you. You know, he's no more arguably marginally better than the Democrat VP candidate? I'm not kidding. He is better than marginally better than the VP candidate and the, pres and the presidential candidate. He, When it comes to criminal justice reform, credit where it's due, Trump is not that bad. He's not great, but he's... Light years beyond the other two in their in in how they've in been that in, the, specific, in that specific in, in that subject yeah. right in that, yeah. specific, in that subject, specific subject in how yeah. they've been yeah. in the past. There was a net, there was an actual net reduction in the number of people in prison. Now some of that was just the sunset provisions of people that had sentencing that were charged during the 1994 crime bill that finally are allowed to to get out of prison. But uh, yeah, no, it, it, this is I'm surprised they did that because now it kind of messes up his whole I support the police. No matter what I want to talk about the connection between what Joe and I will do and my record, which includes I was the first statewide officer to institute a requirement that. 
my agents would wear body cameras and keep them on full time. We were the first. You arrested and put in prison more black people. For law enforcement it's on way disproportionately higher. More black. What was he just said? Like 19 times. Yeah. That, that's why it was like 20 times as many black people as white people. You You're talking about body cameras. We did the work of instituting reforms that were about investing in reentry. This is the work that we have done and the work we will do going forward. And again, I will not be lectured by the vice president. Uh, Greg Hoffman, if you want to vote for me, uh, you go to YouTube and you vote with your dollars. That's the only way you can really vote for me because I'm not running for anything. You're Senator not, not Harris, I'd like to pose the first, I'd like you to respond first to the question on our final topic, the election itself. President Trump has several times refused to commit himself to a peaceful transfer of power after the election. If your ticket wins and President Trump refuses to accept a peaceful transfer of power, what steps would you and Vice President Biden then take? What would happen next? You have two minutes. So I'll tell you, um, Joe and I are particularly um, proud of the coalition that we've built around our campaign. We probably have one of the broadest coalitions of folks that you've ever seen in a presidential race. Of course, we have- This was a change up. Why would you not hit this out of the park? What is she doing? In fact, um, seven members of uh, President George W. Bush's cabinet are supporting our ticket. Uh, we have the support of, of Colin Powell, Cindy McCain, John Kasich, um, over 500 uh, generals, retired generals and, and former national security experts and advisors are supporting our campaign. And I believe they are doing that because they know that Joe Biden has a deep, deep-seated commitment to fight for our democracy and to fight for the integrity of our democracy and to bring integrity back to the White House. And Do you so still think he raped those women? Because you said that you We didn't. believe in our democracy. And here's what I'd like to say to everybody. Vote. Please vote. Vote early. Come up with a plan to vote. Go to IWillVote.com. You can also Why would she not answer this? We have it within our power. What is easy question for her to knock out of the park and trot around the stage? The course. Man. Really? Yes. I mean, if there was a time to do it, it would be when. Right. When she did that garbage. Yeah. Nine muscles. Here we go. Vert our democracy with what Donald Trump has been doing, as he did on the debate stage last week, when again in front of 70 million people. Oh, did it do that again? Why? It did this last time. That's not good. That's not good. Why did why did you cut off Kamala? I mean, I get it, but I mean, I get it. I get it because like answer the question, Senator Harris. What? So it did this last time, it, but it I just kept it muted for a second while we talked, and then it came back on. And President Trump refuses yeah. Yeah. a peaceful transfer of power. What would be your role and responsibility as Vice President? What would you personally? Do. You have to this is a terrible question for him because, like, if he says, I won't let that happen, Trump will blast him. Because while uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris rattle off a long litany of the establishment in Washington, D.C., an establishment that Joe Biden's been a part of for 47 years, President Donald Trump has, has launched a movement of everyday Americans from every walk of life. 
And uh, I have every confidence that those, those same Americans that delivered that historic victory in 2016, they see this president's record where we rebuild our military. We revived our economy. He's answering the way you have to answer this. Why would she not answer the damn question? Like, I, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. To our federal courts at every level. And, I mean, you would say if he didn't do that, it's a constitutional crisis and the military will have to remove him. Like, I mean, that's like, that's the answer. Like, it, wow. I must tell you, Senator, your party has spent the last three and a half years trying to overturn the results of the last election. It's amazing. When Joe Biden was vice president of the United States, the FBI actually spied on President Trump and my campaign. I mean, there were documents released this week that the CIA actually made a referral uh, to the FBI documenting that those allegations were coming from the Hillary Clinton campaign. And, of course, we've all seen the avalanche, the, what, what you put the country through for, for the better part of, of three years until it was found that there was no obstruction, no collusion, case closed. And and then, so Senator he's saying Harris, you that spying is the, bad. In the Congress... Tried to impeach the president of the United States. Newsflash. Well, he's saying head of government says spying is bad. On, on head of government. Ah. That, that's the key. That's the key. That's the difference. Spying Let me just on, say, I think yeah. we're going to win this election. President Trump and I are fighting every day in courthouses to prevent Joe Biden and Kamala Harris from changing the rules and creating this universal mail-in voting that will create a massive opportunity for voter fraud. We have a free and fair election. There's been uh, mail-in voting in Oregon for years. There's never been any kind of widespread voter fraud that would lead to, uh, you know, that would actually change a major electoral outcome in any real way. There's been small anecdotal reports, but nothing that would actually change the thing. I actually like mail-in voting because it, it, it sends those mail-in ballots to a lot of people that typically don't vote. They're going to look at the ballot go, I'm definitely not voting for Trump or Biden. And then they see Joe Jorgensen on there, and maybe they look into her and vote for it. Brecklin Brown. She's an eighth grader at Springville Junior High in Springville, Utah. And here's what she wrote, quote, when I watch the news, all I see is arguing between Democrats and Republicans. When I watch the news, all I see is citizen fighting against citizen. When I watch the news, all I see are two candidates from opposing parties trying to tear each other down. If our leaders can't get along, how are the citizens supposed to get along? And then she added, ah. Your examples could make all the difference to bring us together, end quote. So to each of you in turn, I'd like you to take one minute and respond to Brecklin. Vice President Pence, you have one minute. That's Brecklin, a good question. A wonderful question. And um, let me just commend you for taking an interest in, in public life. I, I started uh, following the news when I was very young. And in America... Are you going to not answer that? We believe in a free and open exchange of debate. Uh, and we celebrate Unless that. you want to include third parties. That's how we've created literally the freest and most prosperous nation in the history of the world. I, I, if you're I, a crony. I, I would tell you that... Um, yeah, that child didn't that say that. <laughs> on your local news networks is synonymous with the American people. You know, I look at the relationship between Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the late justice who we just lost from the Supreme Court, and the late Justice Antonin Scalia. They were on polar opposites on the Supreme Court of the United States, one very liberal, one very conservative. But what's been learned since her passing was the two of them and their families 
were the very closest of friends. I mean, here in America, we can disagree. Yes, we are aware we that Republicans are very close friends. I have on this stage tonight. But when the debate is over, we come together as Americans. And that's what people do in big cities and small towns all across this country. So I just want to encourage you, Brecklin. I, I want to tell you that um, we're, we're going to work every day to have government as good as our people, and the American people each and every day. Love a good debate. A government a as good argument. as the people would be one that provided as many choices as the American people would want. In times of need, and we've especially learned that Thank you, through Mr. the Vice difficulties of this year. Senator Harris, what would you say to Brooklyn? Um, first of all, I, I'm, I love hearing from our young leaders. And when I hear her words, when I hear your words, Brecklin, um, I know our future is bright because... Plot twist. Brecklin's dad was thrown in jail by Kamala Harris. Um, <laughs> that is a sign of leadership and is something we should all aspire to be. Um, and that, you know, that brings me to Joe. Joe Biden, one of the reasons that Joe decided to run for president is after Charlottesville, which we talked about earlier. Um, it so troubled him and upset him like it did all of us that there was that kind of hate and division. Um, what propelled Joe to run for president was to see that over the course of the last four years, what Brecklin described has been happening. Joe has a long- It's never happened before that. Across the aisle and working in a bipartisan way. Uh, yeah. And that's what he's gonna do as president. Joe Biden has a history of Lifting people. Joe up Biden's whole thing is don't argue demons. with him. It's just going to happen. I mean, you have to know Joe's story to know and that Joe has. So Joe, what she just said was Joe Biden's history is lifting people up and fighting for their dignity. The 1994 crime bill did the exact yeah. opposite of that. Did the exact opposite to of that. Hundreds of thousands to millions of black men. Yeah. Crushed them, and. Yeah. Now they're just going to pretend like none of it ever happened. Your work and through eventually your vote Thank you, to Senator determine Harris. the future of our country and what its leadership looks like. I'm guessing the last Thank question, you, and then Harris. they're not Thank going to do Vice closings. President. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. We want to thank also well, maybe the University that was the last of Utah question. for its hospitality, and most of all, our thanks to all the Americans who watched this debate tonight. Again, our best wishes for a quick recovery to President Trump, the First Lady, and everyone who is battling COVID-19. The second presidential debate is next week on October 15th, a town hall-style debate in Miami. We hope They're going ahead that. with this. Yeah. I want Donald Trump to come there wearing the same outfit that Vladimir Putin wore, where he looked like a, he was in his, like a space outfit. Right. And he comes in, so he can't you know, infect anyone. This is uh, this is incredible. So, folks, we got a slightly more civil debate than we did um, a few days ago with uh, those other two clowns. But uh, what we did not get, what we also got was essentially a more civilized version of the same thing. Insults and accusations leveled against each other, pivoting and changing the subject, uh, focusing on culture war uh, talking points as opposed to actual solutions to the problems that were presented in the questions that they were asked. A stunning refusal very often to actually even answer the questions and zero acknowledgement of theirs and their respective parties complicity in working with one another to create the mess that we're in right now, yep. uh, which is making things so bad. In other words, everything that we fully expected and in other words, 
the entire reason why I'm not on that debate stage. And for that reason, why Angela Walker's not on that debate stage uh, and why the, the Green Party VP candidate and why Joe and, and uh, wasn't on the debate stage in the presidential debate. Right. Because how easy would that have been to show the American people what a farce the duopoly is? And and if you remember, the last time that they allowed a third party to be on the debate stage was 1992 with Ross Perot. You had Ross Perot, yep. uh, Bill Clinton, and George Bush. Um, and Ross Perot, I think he got it was 16 or 19 percent i don't remember the exact percentage it was 16 or 19 percent of the popular vote the next uh in 1996 when he ran again they didn't allow him to be on the debate stage the reasoning behind that granted they came up with they probably came up with some other reasoning behind it but the reasoning the actual reasoning behind it is because he was taking too much away and the power was going to shift since then since 1992, nobody else has been allowed on the debate stage, minus the Republican and the Democrat. Yep, yep. And and also, he got 19% after dropping out. 19%. Thank, thank, you to every, <laughs> thank you to everybody, 19%, yeah. Yeah, um, 19%. And, and came back after saying he wasn't going to run anymore. Right. Now, this was someone who, after the debates, prior to the debates— a good number of people thought Ross Perot was just kind of a funny little man with a high-pitched voice. Then they did the debate, and holy crap. All of a sudden, he was leading in the polls yep. for winning the presidency for no other reason than because it was just him and uh, George Bush Sr. and Bill Clinton. No filter, no competing narratives, just the three of them telling the American people which one should be president. And Ross Perot killed that because... He was able to not play their game and say, look at both of these people who are who they and their parties created the problems we're facing. Yep. We had a similar situation. Jesse Ventura, who was absolutely seen as an ironic joke candidate until the debates when he walked away with them solely by consistently pivoting to the fact that the two people he was running against for governor of Minnesota were the people who created the problems that Minnesotans were facing. That was enough for him to win. Yep. That and the fact that he was popular in Minnesota. But the fact is, that's not why he won. He won because he was able to show, with no filter, how much better of a choice he was than the other two clowns he was running against. That's why they don't want us in these debates. It is because they are scared of us. And when I say us, I mean you too. They are scared of what will happen when enough of us stand up and fight back and say, yeah, we are here to spoil the election. We are here to take votes from Joe Biden and Donald Trump, from the Republicans and Democrats, and put it back in the hands of the people by voting for a completely different way of looking at how government and the people interact with each other. Not just a new party, not just a new politician, but an actual different way of looking at things. 
the libertarian way, the common sense way that recognizes that you empowered with your power and your freedom and your money back will be able to accomplish so much greater things than you ever could under this terrible centrally planned, arbitrarily defined and crony friendly policies that the Republicrats have put forward in their exclusive control of every lever of power in government for over 160 years now. That is why we are not on the debate stage. That is why Joe is not on the debate stage. That is why they are doing everything they possibly can from uh, uh, ballot access suppression to debate suppression to control of the crony corporate media and suppressing other third options to make it seem like these are the only two choices you have because they both suck. And if literally anyone else got up there, especially if Joe Jorgensen and I got up there, it would be a no brainer that we had to make a course correction as a country. People across the political spectrum, including people who do not vote, the apolitical, centrist, moderates, progressives, conservatives, they would see how they were being played, how they were being pitted against each other, made to be desperate and anxious in order to keep them at each other's throats so that they don't recognize, so that they can't see the theater in front of them. It would lay it bare, and that would be the end of their game. That would be the end of their entire system, and they know it. They will fight tooth and nail to stop it, and that is where you come in. Reaching out to your loved ones, reaching out to your colleagues, telling them why you are voting libertarian. And when they start with all the nonsense about, oh, you're just voting for Trump. Oh, you're just voting for Biden. Make it very clear that you would never vote for either one of them, why you would never vote for them and why you are voting libertarian. When they tell you you're wasting your vote, tell them that a wasted vote is voting for the people who put us in this mess in the first place. When they tell you that you are throwing your vote away, tell them that this is an opportunity not to throw our vote away. This is an opportunity to take back what was stolen from all of us, put it back in our hands, in your hands, where it always belonged. Take back the power in this country and put America on a path to freedom, the likes of which humanity has never seen before, so that we can thrive and prosper and build a freer and happier and healthier society in the future that our children and their children and their children can enjoy. Yep. Right? Absolutely nothing I could could add to that. And I figured I'm going to clip that later and put it on a YouTube, like a best of. So I figured right. I wouldn't say anything for a second. So that way you just sit there like I'm just going to sit there and that way I can just clip it very nicely. Um, yeah, uh, tough to say. Uh, out of those oh, two. real quick, real quick, uh, David. Uh, Sponsor said, just check Google Trends and searches for Joe Jorgensen and Libertarian are spiking again. Imagine that. Weird. Weird. And it, it's tough to say, other than Spike. Who's on that side? Other than Spike. It's tough to say who won that debate. Um, oh, man. Between them? Between them. Yeah. Like, I can't see... Only because Kamala Harris kept trying to downplay her record, I kept hitting her mentally. Um, like, not hitting, like, knocking her down in points. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, but, but that's different from how it connects with people who may not know her record as well. I was actually, up until Mike Pence hit her for that, for her actual record as a prosecutor, I was saying that, that Harris was probably edging him out on on that because he was so 
muted and so Pentian. Pentian, yeah. He was so Mike Pence about the whole thing mm. and was totally content just not answering the question right. and saying like, you know, I support the American people. Like the the, the most empty of, of, of blatant pandering platitudes. And I mean she wasn't much better, but she at least hit him on stuff and he seemed and then when he would hit her on stuff, it was stuff that wasn't really often congruent with what they were even talking about. It was like, I want to change the subject to the Green New Deal when we're talking about like COVID and stuff. So I, it was just, it was weird. But then he hit her with that and he did the thing where he said, I want more than 15 seconds. And I just like that. Right. Maybe that's just my bias. I liked what he said that. I no, was- I, I, I agree. I agree there. Cause when he was saying, I need more than 15 seconds to answer this. And, uh, Susan, uh, just forgot. Susan. Yeah. Susan, when Susan from USA today, um, when she, uh, she kept arguing, he was like, no, I'm going to take more than 15 seconds. And eventually she just moved on, which was the right thing to do as the moderator. However, when he went back, he goes, I'm going to answer that question because I'm going to answer that question because the next question you just asked me isn't going to take me that long. Now, I mean, Kamala, many of the people in the comments, they were making comments uh, such as uh, her voice is awful. Uh, Her voice is awful. It's like nails on a chalkboard. I agree with all of that. Um, But I feel that way about most politicians who are Republicans. Um, so I can't really knock somebody on that, but the ideas that she was pushing either were absolutely blatantly false as to what it says on their website, what they've said out in public, or she was attacking Mike Pence for a multitude of things that while many of them did have merit, they weren't really Mike's. They weren't really Mike's decisions. He was just the VP that was waiting in the wings. Now, one of the interesting things about this debate is it was pushed as potentially the highest watched VP debate in history mm-hmm. because of the age of both Trump and Biden and the fact that one of these two could end up inheriting the, uh, the presidency. One of these two. Uh, very, very likely. I mean, you've right. got uh, Joe Biden is the oldest person to ever run for president. Um, and uh, so Kamala Harris could very well end up replacing him if he got elected very early because he is 78 and does appear to be losing his faculties right. in a he, he, fairly rapid. Like, so if those who haven't been following it, uh, Joe Biden in that debate was a lot more lucid than he has been in quite some time. Yep. And yet that's how he that's he was still like that. Um, Donald Trump is a 74 year old man with uh, low level heart conditions and high cholesterol and obesity and uh, COVID. Uh, so there's something there, too. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's it, that's why it was most watched is potentially this was a debate between people who could very well end up being president during this next term if, right. if either of them get elected either of their, their parties get elected um you have another alternative which is a uh, woman who is a brilliant self-made entrepreneur uh who has never ordered people around um who has provided value to people and to the market uh and who is uh 63 and very healthy and her running mate who is uh in his 30s 
uh, also healthy uh, and uh, and uh, arguably much more importantly, I guess inarguably much more importantly, we don't want to rule you. We recognize that the bad policies of these parties and the politicians behind them are why things are as bad as they are. And we recognize that the only way to fix this is to dismantle them and to put the power and the money and the freedom back in your hands and remove these barriers and burdens that are making your life so difficult so that you can thrive. That's what we learned today. Accurate. Also, another thing that we learned today, if you happen to be at muddiedwatersmedia.com and you hit the store and uh, you hit the store button up in the top right, uh, mm. if you get a You Are the Power Spike shirt, <laughs> don't get it in brown. Don't get it in brown. Don't get it, it in says, brown. Don't even know just, why that's an option. Um, it just says You Are Spike Cohen. Yeah, it says You Are it, it, it says you are in spike home. So uh, don't do that if you happen to go to muddiedwatersmedia.com and hit the store link. I want to see what it looks like. Does it look that bad when you when you say brown? Does it show what it looks like in it, brown? And what's funny is since I don't own a brown shirt, I'm pretty certain that I meant to hit a different color and I was just doing it quickly and I got it in brown because I didn't double check my work. Where's that? Underwear you can get of mine. Oh yeah, that spike underwear. That spike underwear sold like hotcakes at the beginning. Yeah, I, that's what I heard. Yeah. Um, well, I so I don't get. Maybe I'm looking. At, oh wait, no. Um, hmm, I don't see the the one here. Which one? The the. The you are the power where it's in yellow and and black or I I see the blue and the blue and red one but not the yellow and black one. It is I mean it's it's there it's just we have so much on the store it may take a while to okay uh, all right well at any rate uh, we did learn how that do, as how well. do you not see it? it's the third one oh there it is <laughs> there we go yeah it's the third one. Heather Forrest, so when you say leaf, had that steel, which one of these? I don't know what any of these colors are. Kelly? You know what? Okay, so apparently you can't get it in brown. Kelly is green. Um, uh, yeah, you, you, oh, you can't asphalt. get it. Asphalt. No, asphalt's gray. Oh. You can't get it in brown. That's only on our developer side of it. So I definitely just made oh, a mistake. Huh. So we also learned just now that you don't have to worry about. You don't have to worry that's about a, getting. That's it actually a very rare shirt there. Yeah, th- that's probably this is a one of thousand dollars. This is one of a kind. One I of- will sign that with a gold pen, and then we can auction that, or you can keep it. So it says you are Spike Cohen. Which, if you really think about it, you really all of us in a way are really Spike Cohen. Especially me. If you think about it. That's true. I mean, you are literally Spike Cohen. I am literally Spike Cohen. And everybody else is figuratively Spike Cohen. Is figuratively Spike Cohen. I mean, aren't we all Spike Cohen? Really? Right. Yeah, so, folks, I mean, that debate was what we could have expected. Um, I think, obviously, if I had been in, on that debate, not only would it have been so much more entertaining... Uh, if for no other reason, then I would have literally worn this shirt. Uh, but also, um, 
it would have been more informative. I think so many Americans don't realize that there are specific policies that will end these problems that they brought up. Um, the vast, 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 vast majority of Americans do not realize that the reason the pandemic is as bad as it is here is because the CDC didn't allow medical professionals to do, to do their job. This we, isn't a, a, We just know, crashed a our website. What's that? We just crashed our website doing that. Wow. Well, that's interesting. So tomorrow, go to muddiedwatersmedia.com and... <laughs> keep trying to get keep, on. Keep trying to get uh, on. Give it a little bit of time. Um, I, I was assured by our network administrator that um, that wouldn't happen ever again. And Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, they're scalable, and then there's uh, you suddenly get thousands of times more. And, unfor- and unfortunately, I was kicked off Facebook, so I can't even message the guy. There we go. It's still... Uh-oh. All right, well, yep. yeah, yeah. Folks, try again in a little bit. Didn't, didn't just, just try again in a little bit. So, Matt. So, Spike. Well, let's look. So, uh, again, folks, uh, if you want to... Uh, I got some really cool news. Like I said, go check out my events. I will be uh, uh, all over the eastern seaboard, all the way down to... Uh, all the way down to Miami, and then I'll be working my way west into New Orleans and Texas. I'll be doing uh, a Waffle House tour in Ohio, uh, planning on going back to New Jersey and New York, uh, going to be our, uh, campaigning in Arkansas with the Ricky Dale Harrison, um, going to be out in, I believe, St. Louis, Missouri. We're working on all sorts of stuff. I'm going to be in a lot of places. So uh, very likely uh, I will be somewhat near you. So I hope to have you come out and see me. Uh, just stay tuned uh, to my social media. Uh, and the events as they uh, as they are being presented and, and, uh, and announced. And uh, also, um, I am going to be resuming My Fellow Americans, my show. I have my laptop. I have my equipment. Uh, we will be coordinating. I don't know which days we will be coordinating for me to go to different strategic locations where they will be able to have me have the uh, – the reason I haven't been able to do my show is I haven't been at home. And uh, it's one thing for me to – phone into Matt using Wi-Fi, uh, but for me to actually do my own show, I have to be able to have a dedicated uh, Ethernet connection, uh, you know, a wired Internet connection, which we just don't have on the bus. We don't have it at the hotels. It's not something that we can get. Um, and so we have I've, I've just not been able to do it, but we will be restarting, rebooting my fellow Americans uh, over the course uh, of the next few weeks. We will be uh, doing uh, an episode a week. Uh, cannot promise the exact day. Um, but I will be restarting that uh, and I'll be doing like Q&A's. I might have some fun guests and stuff like that. So hope to have you tune in for that, giving lots of campaign updates and things like that. And uh, continue to watch every week for uh, Muddy Waters of Freedom as well, uh, where Matt Wright and I parse through the week's events with the cheerful uplum of the sweet little summer boys that we are. And I will be appearing on uh, the... Arizona for Jorgensen Cohen Streamathon tomorrow. Oh yeah, I am. Yeah, from uh, uh, da, 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 two thirty to three thirty Eastern, eleven thirty to twelve thirty Mountain. Um, I will be on that show tomorrow. Uh, where guy on left may not be guy on left on that show. I may be guy yeah, on you, center, might be guy on right, might be guy yeah. on. T- I don't know how they do it. Um, we have no idea. We have you no idea. Guy- you could be guy on bottom 
right, so, then switch up to top center when someone else gets knocked off and comes back on. You never know. Super excited, though, because uh, Leilani, the, uh, the person hosting the show, is a kava drinker, and she is making some for my segment. And oh, really? We, yeah, so we're... She, she is a native of Hawaii, and uh, we are going to drink kava together on her show. Nice. Yeah, I so love very ex- I, I, I got to meet her in person in, uh, in Tempe, Arizona. She's fantastic. You're going to love her. Brandy Powers, I will post that link as soon as I get it. If Leilani is watching, please post it. Yes. So, yeah, be sure to tune in for that, and, uh, and that will be fantastic. And uh, I will. I, I will try. I'm going to try to tune in for that. Uh, I'm trying to f- determine what my schedule will be during that time, but I should be able to tune in at least for part of it. Um, and uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's support Jorgensen Cohen and uh, let's uh, support Guy on Left, who will be doing uh, some live streaming for the campaign and for the cause. Uh, shout out to uh, to Matt for that. And uh, yeah, keep staying tuned in, guys. We will be continuing to update you on the, the state of this race and the state of this country and the state of current events. Uh, and Matt, if our website wasn't crap, <laughs> <laughs> and bear with me. Would there be a way for people to reach us on this Internet thing? And if so, how? Uh, yes, if somebody wanted to reach us, they would be able to reach us at anchor.fm slash muddiedwaters, where you, our trusted and valuable listeners, can leave us messages that on normal occasions we would play live on the air and answer mm-hmm. questions, listen to comments, whatever, um, live on the air. We don't do that during debates, though, Um, or during special events. Uh, You can also normally find us at muddiedwatersmedia.com. But kudos to you for crashing the site tonight. Usually, try again in a little bit. I'm sure it'll be back up. Yeah. Uh, And thank you for that. Uh, In the meantime, you can go to our store uh, even as the website is down because that is... Uh, that has a Shopify link, uh, which is muddy-waters-media. Muddy-waters-media dot Shopify. My, my Shopify. Uh, dot my Shopify. I just put it in there. Dot com, uh, and you'll be able to see all of our stuff until the website is back up, which I am certain will be any day now. Any, <laughs> any day now. Any week now. Uh, so, folks, thanks again for tuning in. We love you all so much. Uh, you are fantastic. We love you. And we will see you very soon. Stay tuned for uh, My Fellow Americans and the Muddy Waters of Freedom very soon. And where we're going, we don't need roads.